0: All right, we're live. Well, kind of live. Kind of live. This is the Life Now podcast. So, Derek here and Cameron, we're going to get into talking about what's been going on. Right before we uh, started
1: recording, Cameron said he had a pretty rough week. He <laughs> yeah, had a terrible <laughs> week. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I was just high anxiety all week. It was weird, like in my head, being on this weird journey that I'm on with, like, discovering who I am and, like, getting in touch with my, like, feelings and emotions and that sucks breaking into my skull a little bit, you know, but I try, I have to do that through, uh, like a lot of time I spend on the trail trying to figure out what am I all about? You know, what's, Mm -hmm. what's my purpose? What is my thing? And like, what makes me tick stuff like that. And through that, you know, you try to start recognize, like I usually have like a habit of like disassociating from experiences, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, Though it got me through a lot of shit, it's, like, not very productive, you know? And so trying to feel the emotions in the moment now is, like, eh, how do I feel? You know, I'm always got to catch myself asking myself that. Like, I get worked up sometimes, and then I have to say, eh, how do I feel? And then, like, mm-hmm. why and shit. And it helps. It's it's beneficial. But, like, this week was rough. It's just, mm-hmm. it's um, one of those things I've hit, like, a, a shift. A little bit of a shift every few years. I'll go through like a big change, right? Like I, I molt the old me off, like, mm-hmm. a, you know, the tarantula and, yeah. you know, I emerge and I leave the old me behind and push on with the new one. I just, every few years. And so I'm kind of in this shift right now where like I'm trying to discover who I am and build my routine in my life and where's my place and develop some consistency, some sort of a pattern, uh, something like habits and routine, and, uh, yeah. So anyway, last week was just rough. It's not an easy journey. It's fucking yeah. difficult, you know? And that's probably why most people have a hard time getting with it. Cause it's like with one of those things, you just, you get, you get like three steps in, you're like, Oh, I got this figured out. And you get four steps in, you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And, you know, there's a whole, you know, that's where most people quit, I guess, you know, and it's, I don't know, man, like I've given up and I've tried and I've fallen and gotten up and tried and fallen. and gotten up. Sometimes I just feel like I'm spinning in circles, but then when you take a step back and look at the progress.
0: Yeah, you're spinning in yeah. circles, but you're going up.
1: Going up, yeah. It's kind of like, oh shit. Okay, well, cool. We we'll just keep doing what we're doing, you know. Yeah. And just you get there, but
0: yeah, you got to leave. You know, getting a routine and everything's great. You know, you and then you realize you're a slave to your routine. You got to leave room for chaos and
1: well, that's and the, unexpected yeah. shit. I I think to be, to not become <clears throat> a slave to the routine, you always keep the routine different. Like, yeah, that's well, that's I think I uh, I always try like so if you have. My work is obviously different, right? Because I go to different job sites all the time. Yeah. Like I'll never have that day-to-day monotony that some people who will have who work at like the same place. You go to the same fucking place every single day. Do the same thing day, every day. Every day. Like those are the people who probably, I can't relate to those people anymore because I don't I do not do that. Yeah. Right? My day every day is different.
0: Yeah, I miss doing service work, you know, because, you know, it's like, okay. You know, I had three days at Dot when I was at Johnson, but the other two, I never knew what the hell was going to happen. And that was great.
1: I love it. I love it. I, sometimes I long for like, um, security, you know, like some, some form of security, like job security, some normalcy, uh, uh, something, you know, that, you know, kind of what's going to, uh, cause it's like, sometimes it's, you know, when you live a, a risky lifestyle, there's ups and downs and, And there's wins and losses. And
0: And a lot of people don't have the balls to live that risky lifestyle. It's fucking
1: hard sometimes, you know, to just get through it mentally, you Mm -hmm. know.
0: I ain't got the balls to do it. That's why I don't have
1: my own business. (laughs) It's fucking, yeah. I often wonder, like, is it worth it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll get back to you on that one. We'll figure (laughs) it out.
0: (laughs) Well, what you do, is it worth it? You know, you we we've talked about that like the first podcast, the only thing that I can see, or not the only thing, but one of the things I see that makes it the most worth it for you is the work ethic of your kids, what they've seen, what they do and how they're living their lives. It's like, okay, yeah, that may be worth it then. Yeah. Cause they're doing pretty good. They work, they want to work. Yeah. My kids are finally getting where they want to work. It's like,
1: <laughs> Oh cool. Well, I think I think it's contagious. Yeah. Yeah you know what I mean? I think that my kids get it from, you know, you look at the source and I think that and I, I built a momentum and that they've just kind of picked up off of that momentum and gone with it. You mm-hmm. know, it's a, uh, I, I don't just say these things. I live, I live the work hard every day, you know, and work yeah. out and, you know, it was funny. Cause like I was thinking about, you can relate it to yeah you know, work or you really, we could talk about exercise because today, uh, Ty and I, we go do our morning workout we uh we run out the we ran about a mile and a half, I guess, at the workout. We get done and then it's like, Hey, let's go for uh let's go for a run, another run. <laughs> <laughs> and so the the plan was originally just maybe run like four miles or something, nothing real crazy. And then said, Hey, let's run down to the golf course down mm-hmm. here. It's like pretty much all downhill on the way there, all uphill on the way back. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't that long ago that I was out running Ty. Like Oh yeah. Like I was way faster than him. I'm, I'm my my when we were doing five K Friday, I'm beating him by like ten minutes, right? Yeah. Which is a big deal. It's, mm-hmm. it's like a mile. Yeah. <laughs> Beaten by a mile. <laughs> and uh we're out there running and when we started I could keep up with him and then he starts pulling away. And I'm like shit man like if I push any harder, I'm gonna hurt myself yeah you know? so I just kept calm, just kept going kept going we get to the bottom of the hill we turn around we're going up and i'm I'm only like maybe 40 50 yards behind him And I start catching up on him I'm closing the gap you know yeah closing the distance I think that hard work is it's contagious <laughs> so when we started, I was stronger than Ty I was faster than Ty and all these things well this kid has it in his head that he's trying to he's, he thinks he's vying for the alpha role yeah I guess that's what he's told himself like he's gonna he might have it
0: well he's like, sitting here going he's, yeah I ain't gonna let that old man be better than me saying,
1: I can let the old man beat me right yeah so he catches up to me then we're about neck and neck And now he's so fucking far ahead of me. It's unreal. And I'm working my ass off to keep up with him. But he Mm -hmm. sees me right hot on his tail and he keeps looking back and he's like, shit, now he has to work harder. So we're both propelling ourselves like that, right? And then we have Bree doing the same thing, Mm -hmm. getting Lexi into it more, getting Todd, I'm doing over the phone. We talk all the time. He works out all the time. Yeah. But it's like, it's contagious. It builds off. If I wasn't doing this, I don't think my kids would be doing
0: it. Well, let's think everything is contagious apathy laziness that's contagious as well mm. and you know it you're instilling a a drive in your kids because of your own drive
1: it, it's and it's contagious mm-hmm. yeah i think they feed off of it because it's not like i'm sitting here saying hey guys go do all this stuff i can't you can't tell your kids to go you can you can do anything you want in life you reach for the stars you know there's whatever blah 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 whatever bullshit shit we tell kids right but mm-hmm. then the mom and dad would sit on their fat fucking ass watching TV every night and it's like, where's the, how does a kid know that you're supposed to spend that time like researching or spend mm-hmm. that time learning or spend that time whatever they're trying to aspire to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I think my kids see me, you know, there is no fucking TV time. I don't watch TV. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. People are like, oh, did you see this? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Game of Thrones, I've never seen it. Me neither. I mean i never watched one episode of a fucking what was it zombie shows? I never watched any of those. I don't watch TV. I just got better things I could be doing with my time. And I think that that's also contagious. My kids see that. I'm mm-hmm. oh, I gonna work harder. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I like uh, I like where we're going. I like uh, I like having the the competition because mm-hmm. I'm you know I'm fucking competitive.
0: One of the most competitive people I know. Right. <laughs> so, and not only with other people, but with yourself. That's that's what I mean. Yeah. You've and got so much internal competition going on. Like, I got to be
1: better. I'm mad at myself, bro. <laughs> you know? You, I'm, I'm mad at myself. And you always beat yourself up. You have to. I think you're going to... Well, if you don't push yourself, right? Yeah. How are you going to...
0: You can't get better if you don't push yourself.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: I, I've never, I, I've never gotten better when I wasn't pushing myself.
1: I was rucking last weekend. Did I tell you about that. Mm. I got a ruck pack. I tell you about a ruck pack.
0: No, you didn't tell me because all the last I heard you just carrying the damn kettlebell oh, and it was kicking your ass.
1: So it, it, I, uh, <clears throat> I signed up for a ruck challenge. Uh, me and Ty both actually, because we're fucking brilliant, the two of us, and it's. In San Antonio. And it, what it is, it's an actual traditional ruck where you have a, a bag, a, a ruck pack, right? Mm-hmm. And it has weight inside of it. So uh, it's a 12 hour ruck. It starts at 6 p.m. on Saturday, it ends at 6 a.m. on Sunday. Who the fuck knows what we're doing in those 12 hours? It's gonna be brutal, I'm imagining. So <laughs> we start training for it. Yeah. So I bought a fucking badass Go Ruck ruck pack. It's fucking really nice. I'll show you when we go take a break and uh, put it on my back last weekend. Sixty five pounds in it. Mm-hmm. And we go hit the trail and we did like eight miles with it, and pushing, doing push ups and
0: yeah. I saw that. Yeah, the push, I saw that online. It's
1: fucking hard. Mm-hmm. It was insanely hard. fucked my back up. Bruised my back pretty bad. But from go, the push ups with a rope pack. I on. think from running because I did it. Actually, I did a run here with Josh. My neighbor, Mm -hmm. we did four miles, and we ran the whole fucking four miles. Was he had eighty pounds in his fucking pack, and I was, I only had sixty (laughs) five. And dude, he was fucking smoking me.
0: Did Uh, you have it tight, or was it just beating on your back the whole time? I have
1: it pretty tight, but it's just it's a lot of weight, bro. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I only weigh one hundred and sixty five pounds. Like I got. You know, that's more than a third of my body weight yeah. the shit out of me in my fucking old ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wasn't fast, but I got it done, you know, but I think I fucked my back up and and uh yeah, so I was taking it slower, I wasn't running or nothing. But I think that's where I think that's what happened was my body's just kinda like, Whoa, hey, slow the fuck down, boy. What are we doing? You here? gotta take a break. Let yeah, me recover. Big jump. But no, it's it's uh it's a harder in some ways easier than others, right? Yeah. the the where it's harder is it's like it's like carrying a fucking kid on your shoulders for mm-hmm. eight miles, and we'll, but where it's easier is like I can put my hands behind, I can kind of lift it up every so often and take some of that pressure off my shoulders, mm-hmm. give my traps a chance to recover a little bit, and then get back at it.
0: And you can l- use your arms a lot more for the stride. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not carrying something, so.
1: But, you know, then the con of it is, it's fucking hard to do a push-up with 65 pounds on your back. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> also, you know? So,
0: I like it. It's, that just makes the regular push-ups that much easier, though, without it. It,
1: it does. Yeah. So, we're going to do uh, 12 miles tomorrow, me and Bree. And uh, I think Ty's going, too. Ty's carrying uh, the same amount of weight as me. And... Um, so yeah, twelve miles tomorrow. So that's a big one because that ruck that ruck is next week. So next Saturday. So it's perfect. We're doing this this weekend because next weekend I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in San Antonio all weekend. Mm. So a twelve hour ruck, man. I, I don't know what to expect. I imagine it's gonna suck. Yeah, it's next weekend
0: it looks up. like I'm taking my dad back home.
1: Really? Yeah. So he's so he's not gonna be staying with you no more. No,
0: he's he's had uh, over a week now feeling good. So he's he's ready to get back he's ready again. to get back home. He's so gonna go disinfect his. Home? Well, he wasn't there when he got sick. He his ain't been truck, there in like right? four or five months. What about his truck? Does he in his... It's, it's
1: not his anymore. Oh. Oh, he doesn't... Oh, he's done. <clears throat> doesn't work there no more.
0: Well, he works there, but they don't leave, let you keep the same truck when you're gone. Uh-huh. They probably gave it to somebody else. I hope they disinfected it.
1: Well, I hope so too. Passing <laughs> that shit on. Damn.
0: They sent him part of his stuff, you know, part of his belongings that were in there, but not all of it. Yeah. You know, and he's pretty upset because the stuff he didn't send is the most expensive <laughs> shit, like had an electric cooler, you know. Mm -hmm. I think it was like a 40-quart electric cooler. Hmm. And, you know, his hearing aids, they didn't send them back, which that was $4,000 worth of hearing aids. Damn. So a lot of shit they didn't send back. And, of course, they have no, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. (sighs) Jeez. Yeah, so that's been been an adventure having him at the house. Um, It's been cool to watch him get back to feeling like himself again. Yeah. Cause when I first brought him back, like I said, he couldn't even walk. Well, I know
1: you pretty beat up. Yeah, I know you made that Facebook post, and then you talked to me about it a little bit, and then we talked about it on the show. Yeah, it scared the hell out of me for a while, but yeah, he's back to normal. Yeah, the thought of losing the parents always, mm-hmm. you know, losing yeah. the parents sucks. So I understand yeah. the thought of it. Fucking <laughs> it sucks too. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, I'm glad we're doing it this weekend too, because yeah, we're taking him, probably taking him back Saturday. Right on. man. I started to put his ass in a in a enterprise car and say go. Like, no, nah, I'll take him back. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But yeah, so um you know, this thing's called this podcast is called Life Now. We were going to have we've had a few guests on here. We're talking about having another guest and right now we're recording every other week. And uh so we'll release an episode every other week. I think on the off weeks when we're not recording, I think I want to start another deal uh, under the Life Now thing where, you know, interviewing hometown heroes. There you go. You know, people like Ben Mills who does the music for smiles, music for operation smiles benefits. And uh, another person I know that does a lot of, uh, you know, get donating platelets just to do it. Yeah. You know, and another friend that's worked through this COVID thing as a nurse volunteered to go do all kinds of COVID shit. Fuck. Yeah. You know, and then y'all, you know, with your four ocean stuff that, or what is it called that y'all are doing the
1: uh, beach cleanups what's that oh, place called well we we really push for so we do a couple of things one we did the beach cleanup it's the Billy Santafer's mm-hmm. uh, Padre Island beach cleanup it's like an annual thing mm-hmm. um, so we we last year Missy went and did the cleanup I think we donated maybe last year this year we donated we were the, the top donor mm-hmm which in one hand was cool and the other hand was like shitty that we ended up being the top that we only donated it was only like a couple of G's man yeah. so it was like that our you know our contribution seems kind of lame that it was the biggest one you know yeah. but at the same time it's kind of cool but Missy was like, she goes, really? That sucks. Like, it's hard to believe that more people wouldn't contribute to that. But yeah, there's a lot of beach, a lot of trash that just washes in. And so it's a cool fucking cause. We got out there and filled the truck, completely filled the truck. Yeah. Drove the truck 45 miles on the beach. Mm-hmm. Four wheel drive is badass. Actually, it was a lot of fun. Missy was freaking out, you know. She gets car sick and shit. I was having fucking time of my life out all there, right? freaking, like a Baja fucking truck <laughs> falling ass. You know, I got everybody and everybody's flipping around the truck, and everybody's all <laughs> upset. And I'm out there fucking loving life. It's, you know, we're doing like thirty mile an hour in the sand. I was driving in the ocean and fucking. Oh, dude, it was so much fun. But it was like I had to pretend like, oh, this is so terrible. I'm so sorry, guys. But inside, I was like a little kid. I was like, yeah, <laughs> like fucking go kart, loving it. Yeah, I tried to keep it as easy as possible, but fuck it. Especially once all the trucks start getting out there, they build all these like oh, you got ruts yeah everywhere, man. And it's like you, it just throws you around. By the end of it, you know? mm-hmm. it was cool. It was it was awesome to be part of that. And then we try to like volunteer in the communities and yeah. our neighborhood and stuff too. And when we do, and people are always trying to give us money and shit. And it's like oh, I don't need your money, but I know an organization that does need your money. Yeah. So Four Ocean they uh, is a big one that Missy really likes. Mm-hmm. As they pull, they're, so they're a for-profit company, Mm -hmm. but they use, hold on, I might be saying that right, they might... What they do is they pull trash out of, the, and then they have they uh, put people to work making jewelry and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. People in different uh, parts of the world that normally can't have, uh, they don't have the, the resources to, you know, have, make money. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a lot of jobs and stuff. So they're putting people in like villages and shit to work making jewelry out of the ocean that they, well, the fucking plastic they have pulled out of the ocean. So if you buy their products, um, it's like a shitty little bracelet. It's like 20 bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's not the nicest bracelet, but what it is is it's pulling trash out of the ocean. It's putting people to work. It's keeping money moving around, you know, and kind of helping people out and yeah. getting trash out of the fucking ocean. And then, um, there's another one too. I forget. Missy, Missy, but no, but that's, you know, and it's places and it, we donate to.
0: Yeah. It, it's stuff like that. That makes a difference. People get overlooked. You know, a lot of people, you know, yeah, it's great. You know, you donate money, you help a cause, and, you know, it's anonymous and it's great, but there's people out there, people need to understand in this world, there are still good people out there that care about their fellow man. Yes. Everybody's not just out for themselves. I mean, right. as we see in the news and everything, most people are, you <laughs> well, know, I, I yeah. but we well, shouldn't be that, be that way. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's frustrating, but you, you only do what you can do in your little part that you see, you know, and yeah. I think it's cool that people do that for people they don't ever they'll never see the rewards of what they're putting into something, but they do it because it's needed.
1: Sometimes it's not about the rewards. Sometimes it's about like, for me, a big part of it was like, goes back to like feeling worthy right mm-hmm. like i feel like i owe society a debt you know yeah. what i mean because i was a piece of shit for so long and then it's like <laughs> you wake up one day and you're like what did you fucking do <laughs>
0: man right, you've so sucked right. off of the
1: you off the done. off this tit for long enough it's not even that it's just like my whole mentality was just fucked up you know and then like I don't know. We both went through that to an extent. I feel like I kind of had to earn my place back, like, mentally to, like, feel worthy to be part of society, you know? Because I was just a little criminal punk for years, man, you know? Yeah. And then, so then it was like, I live with a lot of guilt and shit, you know? Mad at myself. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And so then you do stuff like that because it's like, another thing, too, is coming up from being at the bottom, man, I had to work several jobs. I had to work. You, you've seen me work at uh, several jobs. You've seen me work mm-hmm. stretches of. Even
0: when one of them could pay the bills, you still worked more than one. So you could get yeah, where you so wanted I mean, to be. I had to do it. You know, it's like,
1: I always said, you're never going to become a millionaire. Only working 40 hours a week. That mm-hmm. I've said that for years. I've also said one day I'm going to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Not a millionaire, (laughs) but I feel like if I keep this mentality one day that, that will come for me. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think a part of it is now I'm in a position where I don't have to work three jobs anymore and like the hustle and the grind that I went through to even get to the position where I don't have to work three jobs anymore. I feel like prepared me for being able to give back Mm -hmm. and help people out for free. Cause there was a time when I had to do it just to fucking survive. Mm -hmm. And then that like kind of made me tough. And so then now it's like, well, you can just go help people. It's not like, you know, I don't know. I have a weird way. uh, Maybe it's a weird way of looking at it, but it keeps me helping people. So I guess whatever it fucking works, but you know, I just, it was really hard for all those years trying to you know child support and everything yeah. else i mean fuck you can't afford i couldn't even you know and then you make just you make too much money and you don't i didn't want to you know we could have probably qualified for like food stamps and shit and when i was when i just moved here and i was like fuck that i was like i did all that shit in idaho yeah i'm not proud of that person so i'll work three jobs before i ever fucking get help from the government again yeah and, uh, and then I stuck to it and it was like having that mindset of no, I'm not going to fucking do this. I'm better than this. I don't give a fuck how hard it gets. Mm-hmm. And then to, to go through it and to come, to come out of it's like really rewarding and yeah. then it feels good to give back. Cause it's like, I can do this, but I don't have to do this. I can mm-hmm. do this cause I want to do this. You know, yeah. I can help you cause I want to help you. I used to have to charge people for little side work and stuff, you know? Yeah. People all the time. Uh, change a breaker like this I changed the lady's breaker on her house the other day because one of her legs of a breaker went out and she's Mm -hmm. having problems AC's not working nothing fucking Yeah. nothing's working right and it was her main breaker Mm -hmm. I fixed it for free it was easy it was like a fucking $10 breaker at Lowe's yeah went over diagnosed they figured out what it was the hammer shut everything off for a minute fucking swapped it out back up boom there you go she's like oh my god thank you so much how much do I owe I was like dude nothing yeah, free. Pay it forward.
0: Ten ten dollar no, ten dollar breaker and an hour worth of work at the most. But what was the little thing to you change that person's life for well, now? Change
1: their week for sure. Because what nah. is an electrician going to charge to change out the main breaker? Yeah,
0: about so, six hundred
1: bucks. I don't know, at least a couple hundred. I imagine, right? Just to even open up the panel and look yeah. inside. They're gonna, you know, they got they got you know, overhead and all other bullshit. You know, I, I get why electricians cost so much, but let me help you out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it feels good because like I used to have to do that just to survive and now I don't have to do that to survive anymore so now it feels good to like be able to do it and not charge people for it because it's like I don't know a way to remind me that um, not to get greedy. Yeah. One, I don't want to get greedy and just turn into screws. You know, everything is about money. I don't want it to be like that and then on the other hand of it is like I don't know like I endured all that suffering and punishment I put myself through that like because I survived it made me changed me and allowed mm-hmm. me to just want to help people out you know Yeah. it's fucking twisted really I maybe I don't have it fully figured out but that's kind of how Yeah. that's the best way I can describe it
0: well that's that's cool because you know we've both been there you know it's like alright we've got enough money we can buy a package of bologna and a loaf of bread um to get us by till payday. Yeah, that's five days away. Um, you know uh, there was a couple of months there where my kids didn't come over on the weekends because I didn't have any way to feed them. Yeah, you know they were I just called their mom said hey they're going to stay with you because I ain't got any I don't have anything to feed them I have no money I have no food. Yeah, you know and then we come out of it on the other side and you got to give back. You know I understand what you're saying and. You know, with you, it's an, with you, it's an, obli- you know, you feel obligated to do that because of where you've been and you don't have to, you, it's your debt to society, so to speak Yeah. For, for letting you live here, you yeah, know, and yeah. let you be
1: a part of it. Let me, yeah. Like I have to, <clears throat> you know, I don't know, earn my, earn my place in this world because like, like I said, with all the bullshit that I did when I was younger, you know, Yeah, Uh, it's just you know, it's almost like spanking yourself, I guess, is equivalent (laughs) to that, you know, because you were a bad kid, you know, stupid. Like most people would not. Maybe I don't know that most people would wouldn't do that to themselves, but I don't know. I'm probably not like most people.
0: You're not, and you've been told that by several people. Yeah,
1: I like being me, though. I like, you know, like I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, man, I like to do things the hard way sometimes. Like, I think everybody's always looking for the easy way, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you got to get from point A to point B, and what's the shortest path to get there? Mm -hmm. And what's the easiest, most efficient route to get there? But sometimes there's, you learn a lot more when you take the long way around, Yeah, you know? Sometimes, and and I'm not saying take the long way every time, but fuck, sometimes you got to take the long way. I got to see what's over there. Most people get so stuck finding a fucking shortcut. You missed the, you missed the whole point. Yeah. You missed it all because you're just fucking so worried about getting there faster than everybody else. You know. Yeah. So I or, like. Or
0: trying to, you know, it's like, oh, well, I can, I can solve this puzzle. Let me look online. It's like part of the point is the journey to get
1: there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: You know, it's it's you know, scavenger hunts. The whole point is not to find the stuff. The point is the journey to find this stuff, yeah. and that's what people miss about life. It's like, what's your finish line? What the, finish? The, the line? finish
1: line doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, there's no finish line.
0: Not for me. You know, it's kind of like kind of like that song, Rat Race. You know, uh-huh. but there is no finish line. It's the journey that matters. Yeah. You know, you as a person, when you're when you're remembered after you're six foot in the ground and you're long gone what is remembered it's the journey
1: no it's not even that nobody's gonna even remember that unfortunately i just that hit me the other day actually it's funny you say that everything that i'm doing everything that i am all the fucking brilliant or not brilliant ideas that i have everything about me Mm -hmm. will be remembered shortly or will be forgotten all of it shortly after i'm gone
0: yeah maybe two generations because of the stories. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it doesn't oh, no, last not, that long. Oh, you've made a, you've made enough of an impression on some people. Like, you know, Ty's going to talk to his grandkids about how his dad was trying to beat him when he was 15 years old and, and all of this exercise and shit. And he showed him different,
1: maybe. you know? Okay. Let's say, let's, let's, let's be, I think that's given it way too much credit, but I think that if, let's say even with two generations, mm mm-hmm doesn't matter no everything that i'm doing makes not a fucking bit of difference
0: yeah unless unless in you know 200 years my cam is still around that would be weird and uh you know and oh shit my cam controls yeah they're the ones that did all the control stuff to to make light speed possible in a
1: craft Make light speed possible you never know where it's gonna go when when you're gone it's funny to think about that i don't I've never actually thought about that. That's hilarious. (laughs) I don't think that far ahead, you know, I, uh, this is really just started as a way to just make a living and not have to work for anybody else. But it's turned into this, it's turned into a couple things really. One is it's very, I'm married to it. So it's, it's very hard because like all the, all the time, it's all I think about. Mm -hmm. And that. uh, that gets heavy after a while. Yeah. And it's like, you get home, like, all you want to do is just fucking not do it. And you got proposals to do. But the or, problem is, is that's your name. Get material. It's your company. There
0: is no choice but to get I, it done. Got to clean the truck. <laughs> got to get
1: my head wrapped around the job. And then you're drawings. sitting
0: here and one of your guys, the truck that you're paying for. Oh, I've got two bald tires. Now we got to figure out how to get four tires put on it. and, and Or the fucking ball joints
1: like all the shit right yeah
0: yeah and that can't be done when you're standing there on a job site pulling wire and running conduit because you got to be pulling wire and running conduit yeah
1: so it, yeah it sucks sometimes but there, then there's times where like i go work out in the morning mm-hmm. get the, i get somebody lined out they come get the truck they go to the job site they get everything ready i get home from my workout i shower and take my shit, and then I had to meet him down at the job, you know? No. Yeah. I have the freedom to do that, where if I was working for somebody else, I wouldn't... No. I'd be slave to their hours. Or
0: you could just say, oh, well, I, you know, I put in more effort in my six hours than I would in eight. <laughs> <laughs> I make up for it with effort. Yeah, but... Well, yeah. <laughs> I, um, That's a nod to somebody we worked with. Yeah, no, Maurice she, yeah, she said I, I would
1: get... I would accomplish in six hours what most guys get done in eight.
0: No, yeah, you'd get accomplish in three hours what I'd get done in eight. Yeah.
1: Well, especially if the phone's not ringing. Yeah. If I can actually do my job.
0: <laughs> good luck with that when you're the owner of the company that everybody relies
1: on. Yeah, but I think I'm finding, like, it's a weird dance that I have to do. It's it a balancing act. I'm finding, I'm finding my place in it. I'm having to wear a lot of hats and I'm not used to wearing a lot of hats. I'm only used to wearing one hat.
0: The good thing is you threw one of your hats over to somebody else.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting that I do that too. Yeah. And, and so that's a part of it as well. Like remembering to, you have other people on the team, you got Yeah. you gotta, uh, you don't have to
0: shoulder it all by yourself.
1: Yeah. You have to allocate the, the load. And it's been good. Like it's, it's been rolling. Like, I think we we make mistakes here and there, but uh, I think we're, I think over time, I think gradually getting better. Yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah. It's funny. Uh, Right behind Cameron in our studio here, he's got a picture of Neil deGrasse Tyson. (laughs) And, um, I saw a deal on a uh, on one of the podcast forums that I follow on Facebook. It's like who is your dream interview? Who would you love to have on your podcast? And that's who I put. Yeah. Not for me. <laughs> because if he was sitting here in one of these chairs and we're here interviewing him, you know, for once you may have been, you may be starstruck. Well, I'd be Star Trek big time. But for, big for big another big thing, big thing big is, you wouldn't know where to start with the questions you would have for somebody with that kind of intelligence and knowledge. I have tons of questions. That's right. And We'd never exactly get through it. I
1: had to ask them? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Neil deGrasse Tyson because I think that he makes it fun. He's so passionate about it. A lot of people say that he's cocky, comes off as, as arrogant and stuff like that. I think that's a trait of very intelligent people. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that some people, the people who say those sorts of things probably aren't very intelligent or, or as intelligent in one, uh, a one topic, you know, like he is, he's very smart when it comes to that stuff. He knows shit. And I love listening to him talk. He's got a book called astrophysics for people in a hurry. Mm -hmm. I've listened to that fucking book so many times. Hmm. I, I love it because when he's, when he speaks to me, it, his voice is so charismatic. It, it makes me, I know it, it, it draws me in, you know, mm-hmm. tell me more, Neil. Tell me yeah. More. I want to hear more. See, you know? it,
0: it, and I'm that way. When I hear Morgan Freeman talk, it's like, I wish he <laughs> could, if he would narrate every audio book, I listen to all of them.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, he, and I have the audio book of that and he, and he actually reads it, which is yeah. great. And I just, I just love his, uh, yeah, I just love his enthusiasm. You know, I, before my time Carl Sagan was the was the was the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Before, but I was, you know, not old enough to understand who Carl Sagan is or yeah. was and and so Neil deGrasse Tyson is is my Carl Sagan. You know? Yeah. and kind of always forcing me to look up, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh I yeah, I'm a big I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of his.
0: Yeah, and it's like, yep. And I was. That's all I thought about was who would you like to have on your podcast? And I'm like him because I'd love to
1: watch him and Cameron talk. I have so many questions. <laughs> I have so many questions, like uh, especially about like gravity and like um. Yeah, I have a lot of questions. So many
0: questions that we'll never get answers to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe there's a. I was listening to. the one of the more recent Joe Rogan podcasts, Eric Weinstein is on there and he has an idea for what this thing is and it's a pretty cool, I remember him explaining it before, it was a pretty cool concept, I don't understand uh, very much about theoretical physics. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Wonder why? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see. (laughs) Uh, but the way he describes it, uh, is it makes it, it makes sense. And so there's, uh, there's some websites that I'm going to maybe start looking at (laughs) and kind of, uh, looking at this a little bit and see if I can, there's apparently a bunch of videos that have been made that he had a team of people made that you can view, in video form his concept for the story of us Hmm. it's the story of everything in the universe uh, according to him of course I haven't made it all the way through the fucking podcast yet and I haven't looked at any of the stuff yet so there's a website if you listen to the Rogan podcast they'll tell you what website it is you can look it up and there's a bunch of videos about the Theory of geometric unity. Mm. It's very interesting. Like we understand the world in like a four-dimensional space and time, right? Mm -hmm. Time being the fourth dimension. And I think when he was describing the geometric unity as a, we only see these four dimensions of an overall fourteen-dimensional. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I watched
0: one. I watched a video about it like that too.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, just curious. as um, yeah, I think it's probably need to look into it a little bit. But I'm always curious. Like, what is this fucking thing? You know, what is mm-hmm. what is this that we're living in?
0: Well, it's like you know, you you draw a stick figure on a piece of paper in a ball in a circle. Well, to them, they look at that circle and it looks like a line. Because they're on the same plane. Mm. That's all they can see. Mm-hmm. And it was basically like pulling a ball, putting a ball through a piece of paper, you know, between two dimension and three dimension. Mm -hmm. They said the fourth dimension, that's what we would see would be just the line getting bigger and smaller as it goes through that plane of the third dimension. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of different visual uh, things you can, you can do to, to visualize that. Yeah. I think it's so many people quick to say they have the answer. Yeah. Good luck. And, uh, I was listening to this podcast and he says, you know, there's, um, two things will happen if you don't stop asking why mm-hmm. one, you get into theoretical physics Two, you end up in an insane asylum. Yeah. The people who stop asking why, you know, typically people who are like who probably fall to religion or, mm-hmm. or some other ideology. Right. But then you have the people who are like, "Hmm, I just don't think that's all the story." Yeah, you know, I like uh, I wear that I wear that perspective kind of. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say proudly or not condescendingly, right? But like, I I don't think the if you consider evidence, I don't I don't think the evidence is out there that really fully supports. Really, anything? And there's so much that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Like they say, ninety-five percent. there's still the stuff a, it, is stuff that we don't. It's still a mystery. Know. Yeah, we don't know the ninety-five percent of the stuff that we don't know. We have yeah. no idea. We only know five percent of this thing is. Yeah, and so I. Th- the
0: things that we know, we only know five percent of.
1: If you consider what <coughs> Eric Weinstein's saying, and, and scientists will say, yeah, we only, uh, you know, like five percent of the Five uh, percent of the matter in the universe, or something, mm-hmm. is visible. The rest yeah. of it is invisible. Like we don't even know what. No, you know what that matter is. Uh, yeah, you yeah, know, it's very strange to think about. Like, and then when you start to consider things like neural networks and stuff like that, between like, here's where it gets tricky. You have neural networks in different species, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even neural networks throughout, like fungus in the ground and trees and stuff like that. Can mm-hmm. even, even discovering that they have neural networks Mm -hmm. and then if you consider some people who are like like really in touch with other people almost to a psychic Mm -hmm. not trying to go like fringe or nothing like that but you know there's people who have like crazy intuition you know Mm -hmm. what I mean or like sometimes I'll be thinking of Missy like real hard and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden she'll text me and say, I love you or something mm-hmm. Right? like it's weird. It happens it once or twice could be coincidence, but it happens so fucking often that it's like, mm-hmm. what is this? Yeah. It's not all the time, but there's a lot of times that, that you know, that it happens so often that it's like, you can't, I, I wouldn't say that it's, it's hard to, to call that coincidence. Right. Mm-hmm. So you would, you would have to think that because there's neural networks between all these other things, they've proven with like rats and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive there has to be. It's it's hard to measure, right? Like how, mm-hmm. do, you, how do you measure that, right? Yeah. So, so there's probably different ways, but I'm not a scientist, so I don't I don't know. But the uh, you when you consider like what is this thing, and you mm-hmm. consider neural networks and stuff like that. I don't know. I just my brain starts to go down these crazy <laughs> these crazy holes. Like what what uh, if you consider cells duplicating and like um, species. Uh, will evolve over time mm-hmm. kind of started from single cell organism. Uh, it just brings me down to this road that like, okay, at the end of everything, I am this table, I am you, mm-hmm. I am everybody who's listening to this, yeah. we're all just duplicates of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And individually we, you know, have become ourselves, but we're basically just a copy of an original. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps duplicating itself and, you know, experience makes consciousness,
0: you know, your, your experiences. Yeah. You know, I see what you're saying. We all copies of the same thing, but you have a different consciousness than I do because you have different experiences that, that you see, Right. But we're all part of the same big thing.
1: We're all part of the same. We are all the same thing. We are all part of this. I mean, you consider like we're all made of the same stuff. Stars are made. Of, that's what this is talking about right mm-hmm. here. That's this very thing. That's quote from Neil deGrasse yeah. Tyson. We are all made of the shit stars. Yeah, everything that's in our body is was was brewed up in in uh the same in, primordial soup, so in, to speak. Exactly right, and. Just to me, it's, it's, it's peculiar. You can't, it's so easy to just say, Oh God made it all and Yeah. bookcase closed. Cause then you don't have to go down these fucking rabbit holes that it's more of a burden to live like this, but I feel more free too. I, yeah. I feel like I'm not bound to this lie that I've told myself and that everybody else has told me that would get us through this anxiety, this yeah. existential angst that yeah. comes with I don't want to say I'm an atheist. I'm not saying I don't believe in God. I'm just saying, I don't think the buck stops there, you know, yeah. that maybe there's a God, maybe, yeah. maybe, but maybe there's not, maybe, yeah, maybe there's a, maybe there's something else. And I think that, yeah,
0: well, it's like, you know, we, we think we're at the top of the food chain and we are, you know, one of the most intelligent creatures on the, on the planet. You oh. know, I don't think we are.
1: Oh, and that brings me to my next point.
0: But, you know, we we look at trees, like you were talking about a while ago, about, you know, they have neural pathways in them, too. What if that is higher in the food chain than we are, and we just don't realize what they're doing? That could be. <laughs> you know?
1: Uh, what about UFOs? You consider everything else, and then you have these fucking <laughs> the video evidence of ships define laws of... Uh, of anything physics that we know that we how know to do, know of, yeah. Right? Like uh, I think that we're slowly emerging and understanding uh, that these physics are actually, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, that we don't have the full story.
0: Well, how did it get here? We didn't see it coming. Well, there may the chances of us being alone in this great universe are so astronomical. Yeah, no, it's no, not possible.
1: There's something else going on. We are ants. Yeah. And there's something else going on. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there's a lot of people that I, you know, I'm not saying that all the evidence for UFOs and stuff is credible. No. Right. But if you considered, like I was listening to something, even if you considered 1% to be credible, like the, the big one that gets brought up is that commander David Framer. Mm-hmm. the video off the coast of San Diego. Mm-hmm. They got in the forward looking infrared, on the fucking thing. Mm -hmm. He describes how it moves. Like, and there's people that are putting this whole story together. Right. So even if you consider even let's say you, you have to almost, there's so much of the smaller evidence that I believe that there's enough evidence to say there's something fucking going on by something that is much bigger And smarter than us. Mm -hmm. And we're here and we're kind of all walking around acting like this shit ain't fucking happening. Yeah. But there's something going on. Yeah. And a lot of, I think that uh, it's, that's funny to me. That's Mm -hmm. that's peculiar. So you you have all these other things and all these other, you know, you have God and you have religion. We're fighting over all this stupid shit and our planet is... Uh, running out of resources, like at a fucking crazy level that uh, I really don't know how much longer we're actually going to be able to continue to do this. Mm -hmm. And then you have fucking UFOs.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's like, like some of these people that say, you know, we're just part of a simulation that is running, you know, but maybe we are, you know, and it's like, it's entirely possible
1: possible and plausible probable yeah. Yeah. I mean really you know I
0: mean look at the artificial intelligence that we're creating now who says we're not the artificial intelligence that was created by somebody else then they're just watching us like we watch the artificial
1: intelligence do you know what um, Fuck, Um, what is it called there's a, a mathematical formula that is called God damn it it Repeats itself mm-hmm. over and over. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's a shape, basically. You're gonna have to give me a second here to remember what it's called.
0: You want to take a break here and think about it? We can take a break and I can Google it. Google it and, and we'll, come we'll come back. back. Again, this is the Life Now podcast. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back to you here shortly. All right. We're back.
1: We are back. All right. So I want you to check this out. It's called a Mandelbrot set. And it is... There's a... a, Okay, so there's this thing that goes into it. But basically, it's this... I don't remember if it's an equation... Or what it is, but if if you keep zooming into this self, into this thing, it keeps repeating itself over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. As you zoom into it, the next step is itself again, and it just keeps it keeps repeating itself an in, in an infinite amount of times. Mm. And it's like a, it's called a fractal. I don't know what that is. I'm not a math person. It's a this is a math thing. <laughs> so. Kind of what I've done is gotten all these different pieces of all this different information about things. And when you consider things like the Mandelbrot set Mm -hmm. or you consider just natural shapes like a a galaxy and Mm -hmm. how closely related they are to seashells. Right. Mm -hmm. There's things like that. Yeah. Make it hard to think that there's that there's a God. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all basically made of the same shit Mm -hmm. and we just have evolved into this. I think we're all the same, the same thing. So I think in, I don't think we are God, but I I think that, I think we're all, we're all the same thing as as some, it's very strange, hard to kind of wrap my head around.
0: Well, you know, that's like, uh, (laughs) there was you know, get on TV shows for a minute. There was an episode of Star Trek or it might've been one of the movies or something where they didn't detect life forms on the on the planet's surface. And it turns out there is a life form, an intelligent life form, but it wasn't carbon-based. It was silicon-based.
1: Right. They actually think that that might actually you know, be a thing.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we're carbon-based life forms, right. but there are so many other... Um, Elements that things could be based off of. Right. So, you know, we're not the
1: only thing, you <laughs> There's know, a lot of different recipes out there yeah. to create life. Um, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm fucking fascinated with that shit. Yeah. And what sucks is like, we're really small. Mm hmm on the grand scale of things where yeah I've watched crazy. so many of
0: those videos of the different size of stars and stuff compared to what we are and it's like
1: we're very small yeah and, and, and then like the amount of time it takes to get from point A to point B so unfortunately it's like really hard to figure out like what other recipes could work yeah and I suppose you could run simulations and stuff like that mm-hmm. it would be really hard to do to, to run simulations to you know and then, like, thinking about life mm-hmm. being on Europa or mm-hmm. Enceladus, some of these other moons. Mm-hmm. God, it's so fascinating. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love that shit, but it's so, you know, it's so hard to get to those places, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm left these days, like, with, like, feeling two different ways. And I'm, like, kind of torn, and I'm battling these two ways, right? Mm-hmm. One is... The human race and and all of our ingenuity and all of our ways of adapting and overcoming—we're going to find a way to eventually evolve into something that can broadcast out and get all this knowledge Mm -hmm. from the universe. What's what all is out there? What's where's the rest of the ninety-five percent? And Mm -hmm. discovering what all that is, right? If it's even knowledge that's even attainable, right? Yeah. The other half of me wants the asteroid to just come wipe us out because we're filthy, we're fucking terrible, and. Mm We're, we're not worthy. Yeah. So I have this fight. (laughs) (laughs) This internal struggle. of internal struggle. To to live
0: or die. (laughs) That
1: one, one hand wants us to succeed. The other hand says we're a complete failure. Just, let's just cut the, cut, cut the cord now. Yeah. And get it over with, you know? So yeah, that's, yeah, that's rough. So yeah, y'all tuned
0: into a totally different type of episode (laughs) than, than, we've probably ever done.
1: These are the kind of the rabbit holes we go down.
0: Yeah. To, and, that's, and, and that's what, <laughs> why we came up with the name, you know, Cameron, y'all heard the story He said, Hey, you ought to start a podcast. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. And we decided to do it together. And that's kind of why we called it life now. Cause it's about what goes on in our heads, what goes on in daily life. Um, apparently something happened in the last couple of weeks. I didn't know about uh, Cameron quit smoking
1: Oh yeah, I quit smoking.
0: How's it going for you?
1: It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because I quit on the 25th. Excuse me. Uh, I should have quit a long time ago, but I, um, you know, it's one of those fucking things that Mm -hmm. I can change everything else. And it's like the one thing that. I've heard
0: that's the hardest thing to do. And I've tried it and done it for a while
1: went back. shouldn't have. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Every time I've quit, it's been harder than the previous time. So the first time I quit essentially was the easiest time it was to quit. Mm -hmm. And then the second time was harder. The third time, fourth time. I don't even know how many times I've tried to quit. Yeah. I don't even know what round I'm on. I know that that, uh, when I first started, it progressively got harder every day. And then... Not realizing that I quit on the 25th of March and the 31st of March was, uh, anniversary of my dad passing away. Yep. I saw that. So, so it's 12 years. And so then like every year around this time I get, uh, apparently according to Missy, I get, uh, it, it affects me whether I know what time of the year it is or not. Cause like half the time I'm not paying attention to what fucking day it is. She's, you get you get a lot more distant this time of year. I get. She says, "Yeah." She's like, "If something happens, she's like, she can tell that there's that I'm off." That's what she said. I was. I, I felt that when I walked in your house today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this time of year is weird, and this year is like my my. Uh, it's different, but um, so I. It was. We can get into that. I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> mad at my dad, I guess yeah. I'd say, uh, but. So I didn't, I couldn't tell if it was like harder because of the quitting cigarettes or harder because it was that time of the fucking year Mm -hmm. or what. But now it's like the third and it's been like nine days, eight days, something like that. And I mean, I still miss it. I have such a, I fucking love cigarettes. That's the problem. <laughs> I love them. Kind of like I love food. I fucking love them. <laughs> and I was like, I can run fucking, I can run eight miles and still smoke cigarettes. You know, like. <laughs> they, what are you
0: going to be able to do without them though? Uh, 16, 24? I don't know.
1: I ran, well, we ran eight. That's funny. Me and Josh ran, we were only going to run five. And we took off and went, and he goes, you ready to, what did he say to me? Do you, uh, uh do you, you want to go farther than five? And I I like, said, yeah, man, whatever. Let's do whatever. He's like, you ready to unlock your inner David Goggins? <laughs> and I was like, whatever, let's do it, man. I'm good. <clears throat> let's go. And he goes, all right. <laughs> and so we run up the, up the fucking road. And, um, and we get ready to turn so we can either turn around and go back and I don't know how many miles it would have gave us or we can take the long way and it's gonna give us eight miles he's like if we turn there's no turning back like he's trying to make sure I'm not gonna bitch out I'm like I fucking you go I'm right behind you don't matter how far we go I don't care so so he turns and follow him and then we get back almost back we're probably like a mile and a half from the house Mm -hmm. and he's like hey man if you want to stop running at the park, we can stop. I was like, "I'm good, bro. Like let's keep going." Like, "What are you talking about stopping?" <laughs> and he's like, "All right, cool. had a boy." And he fucking because he's he's a marine, you know? He keeps mm-hmm. pushing me and shit. And uh we get closer to the house and and uh he's having a harder time keeping up because he's he's just not used to running that far. Mm-hmm. And I think he was surprised that I fucking went through and I said, so "I don't know if it's cuz I quit smoking cigarettes that it was that much easier." They say it is. I mean, but. But I tell you, that was my first time running eight miles straight. And uh, I felt like when we got done, I was kind of mad at myself. I wanted to keep going. Mm -hmm. I was like, I just want to see. I bet I could do another lap of that. I was thinking I could run 16. And I was like, no, if I do that, I'm really going to regret it because I'm going to have to go, you know, I got a ruck tomorrow. Yeah. I can't do that shit, you know. Mm. Anyway, I, uh, Jesus Christ, we veered way off. (laughs) Yeah, this year is different, man. Like with my dad, I think because like I was thinking about how hard like I think about a lot of things. One, the the thing that he that he said a lot growing up was I'm going to die young. I remember him saying that several times Mm -hmm. and and like it was this this thing that uh, he could be proud about, you know, I'm going to die young. And at the time, I thought it was I thought it was like, ooh, it was like a rebel, like the Fonz, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was like this badass, you know? And then, uh and then he died young. And, and then now it's, you know, it's been 12 years and I got my kids mm-hmm. and the relationship that I have with them. And I'm thinking about like how fucking selfish it is. To even have a mindset if I'm going to die young. Mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know, it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of those things that's like fuel, fuel for me to just keep fucking going. And like, I've never felt more like I owe it to these guys to give them my, the best me. Mm-hmm. Because my dad was like, basically fucking said, fuck you guys. I'm just going to, dude, I'm going to ride this bitch out. I'm going to, I'm going to fucking enjoy these cigarettes. I'm going to enjoy these beers. I'm not going to fucking put in any other work. I'm not going to exercise. I'm going to go ahead and just rot right here in front of you guys. Yeah. And then, uh, and y'all fucking guy, you just have to be okay with that. Yeah. You know? and and it was like, I, I'm, st- I'm stuck between like, is it lack of, it was a lack of, uh, I guess, maybe really knowing that he, if he would have changed his lifestyle, like he would have lived a lot longer, or like so you go through a lot of things.
0: Well, and you, and you like, sit there and you think, you know, was it a lack of care for himself, or was it a lack of care for me?
1: You start to question that a little yeah. bit too, right? Like this, this dude, this ride is hard. I get why people fucking kill themselves. Mm-hmm. Like that's I fucking completely, I, I empathize with people. There's been many times when. I've been so stressed out that the thought of drowning was so comfortable, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Like I get it in that moment, I could get. I understand why people kill themselves. I understand mm-hmm. why people hang themselves. Specifically, mm-hmm. you know, I always thought like, man, how could a motherfucker hang themselves? And then I got myself to a point where I was so stressed that that was the. It felt so attractive. Mm-hmm. I wanted that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like I was drawn to it. Yeah. And of course, you know, I, I, I wouldn't do it. You know, I've done, I have like a lot of people relying on me, but it was like in that moment, like I could recognize that I felt that, and I was like, fuck. Okay, I get it now. I get mm-hmm. why people. Why people do that you know and uh so i guess i don't know i get why you know it's hard this life is fucking hard it is and so yeah it's like did you quit dude or uh you know was it just like um what'd you think was gonna happen
0: or you just wanted to live by your
1: own rules so much i guess i don't know man like i kind of want to fight him now (laughs) <laughs> you, know I mean? like, like you, do, you know like that but but back when he was in his prime because i feel like i could take him if he was in his prime and i feel like i'm in my prime right now
0: i tell you it's funny
1: i bet i could take him
0: because I, I look at you and matt you know my brother man. yeah because there for a while Matt could have taken you. Oh fuck yeah! Now that would have fucked me up. Now there ain't a fucking chance. No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think Matt's got a chance up against you now. No, I'm pretty strong right now. Yeah, and and it's not just that; it's your willpower. Yeah, your, your will to not be beating beaten. Yeah, and you know, and that's what's propelling you.
1: Yeah, it's 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 funny how it works though, right? Like, so it's almost like you can't be mad at the guy cause it was because of that, that kind of got me to this and it's going to, mm-hmm. you know, my kids, ho- you know, we work hard and mm-hmm. hopefully my kids make their kids work hard. Right. And like, we keep this going. And it mm-hmm. was like, so part of me is really mad at him. Like, fuck you, you fucking, you fucking pussy. You fucking, mm-hmm. you got the easy out. It wasn't easy. You know, I'm sure it was very painful and it sucked. Right. But you got to fucking be lazy and smoke your cigarettes and watch your fucking football. And, and it was bullshit. But then again, would I be here? Mm -hmm. Would I have this mindset? Would my kids? Hell no. Would I be this, would I be like this with my kids, right? So it's like, motherfucker, how can you do struggle with it emotionally? The struggle of to be mad or not to be mad? You, um, you know,
0: right after we first met, we didn't talk a lot. You know, we didn't, uh, we didn't get on any deep subjects the talking was about work and that was about it, you know.
1: And you kept inadvertently snitching me out for getting high (laughs) to Maurice. You didn't mean to, but man, uh, it was like, yeah, bone to pick with you, motherfucker, from 10 years ago. <laughs> he had a talk with me. He goes, hey, I was like, I don't care what you do outside of work, but just know that you can get drug tested here. And I was like, fucking Derek, man. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, do you even remember that? Uh-uh. I do, because I thought I was losing my job that day. <laughs> if they would have made me piss. I would have fucking, there's no way I would have passed.
0: Yeah, it, you know, but then we got to talking you know i think the first time we ever talked was uh working on those transformers that we got from uh, the customer we stripping them down yeah yeah but you know and then you you talked to me one time about your dad and and it's like okay you know he he left and and it kind of turns your life around inadvertently you didn't know what was happening at the time right um, but it changed you you know and it, I don't know if that's what gave you the balls to go to to uh, Baton Rouge, you know, or if it was just like, you know what, fuck it, there's nothing else here right now, I'm out, or I couldn't find a job and that job was
1: there, no. I'll travel 2,000 miles away. It actually started in like, I was 20, 25 maybe, 26, and uh we were just the f- most filthy fucked up people uh my my ex-wife and i and like i i remember my dad said something to me and i don't remember what it was but it was it was like sheer disappointment mm mm-hmm. and like looking looking at this what i had i had nothing going for me in my life right like i was a fucking class A loser and this guy comes over to the house and the house is just fucking disgusting and and here's this kid you know this person you want to be proud of I can see it now mm-hmm. from his perspective but at that time I I I I kind of like I felt like I let him down mm-hmm. and it caused me to kind of snap out of this little fucking deal that I was this imaginary world I was living in right mm-hmm. so I was it kind of caused me to snap out of it. I was like, all right, man, I got to do, I got to do better than this, man. Like I'm, I I recognize this pattern uh, that I was living in where I kept, I would, um, I would uh, force myself to start at the bottom and I would get my way up. And then like, I would hit, some certain level of angst once I got to here and I wouldn't allow myself to ever grow beyond that and then I saw I would fall and I would fail and start over again, right? Because I was like scared to take that next step up every time, right? And then I fall into the wrong thing and then I turn into a piece of shit and anyway, I have this fucking epiphany. Like I'm gonna, I need to be a better person. I need to change. And I had a conversation. I, I remember distinctly driving this piece of shit fucking Pontiac Grand Prix Uh, With my ex-wife, we drive out in the fucking boonies in Idaho. Um, She's got a beer. I think I lit up a joint. I was smoking a joint. And I said, this is, it's got to change now. Like, we have two options. Mm -hmm. I'm changing. I'm not going to continue to do this. You're either with me or the fucking door is Obviously, I wasn't going to drop her off in the desert, but the metaphorical door is over there, right? And she's like, of course, she's like, oh, yeah, no, I want to change. I want to be because I wanted to be successful. And I was tired of living. I was, you know, I was tired of seeing everybody around us was doing well. And like they had their money figured out. And it was like they they had a lot of good things going for them, And we were just fucking losers, man. And I was like fucking tired of it. And then my dad said that shit to me. So I was like, we got to change. It was shortly after that her and I split up Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then it was shortly after that, my dad died. And then shortly after that, uh, got divorced. Mm -hmm. We thought
0: (laughs) (laughs) talked about that on last week's episode. Go back and listen to it. You'll find out about it.
1: Shortly after that, I got a call, uh, the guys in Louisiana called, And so like, you know, come into this epiphany that I'm a fucking piece of shit and I need to change my life. Mm -hmm. Then my dad dies and there's like the one, the one thing that I really wanted to change my life for was kind of like, was him to show, you know, you know, when he died, I never really got to, he never got to see like really any greatness out of me, right, Mm -hmm. he never got to see that. So it's like, that's one big fucking regret that I have is like never giving him anything to be proud of, right? Mm So then, you know, and then, you know, finally divorced and I didn't get custody of my kids because, you know, I was a fucking moron. Uh, And, uh, you know, God just got in with the wrong people and shit and just did some, just made some fucking really bad choices, man.
0: You know, it's, it's funny. You talked about, uh, you get to a certain level and then, and then go back down to the bottom again. Cause my dad always said that to me because, you know, I worked in the restaurant business a lot and I'd get up, I'd make, I'd start at the bottom, work my way up within months I'm a manager assistant manager you know chef manager something like that and then I'd quit start at the bottom There's somewhere the pressure, else right?
1: scared of and pressure do it back or up there the- or,
0: and I was good at it yeah. and I knew I was good at it and then just like nah, fuck it, I don't feel like working that hard and then you go back to the bottom again and you work even harder at the bottom to try to get back there and you get back there and then you leave it again
1: mine wasn't about working hard mine was I didn't feel I don't think I felt worthy yeah Yeah, I think that was what my problem was. I found myself in that cycle, and then, yeah. anyway, moved to Louisiana, and then the idea was, when I go to Louisiana, every fucking bit of me that was bad Mm -hmm. stays in Idaho. Mm -hmm. Doesn't go to, they don't get to come. Yeah. And so that was, like, the first part of me, like, reinventing myself, and then moved here and just stuck with it, you know, just... Fucking
0: ate it. And then the longer I've known you, the more of the bad shit you've left
1: behind. Yeah, well, when you met me, I was I was this person who had just morphed from, <laughs> you know, a uh, class A fucking loser into somebody who really wanted to be, to, I really, wa- where I am today, man, like how I feel today, like you, the, the, the me that you know mm-hmm. is, is exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I worked really fucking hard to, to get here. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a fucking struggle. But and you were a dick through a lot of it. It was hard. Yeah. I was hard on myself, man. Yeah. I, said I was trying to be a dick to everybody else. Like, get the fuck out of my way. I'm trying. Like, I'm really, I, this, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. I need to, you know, I need to prove to the world that I'm not a fucking loser. That I'm not a piece of shit.
0: And yeah. You've yeah. definitely done that.
1: Well, I've tried.
0: <laughs> you know. You, you, <laughs> it's <been> really hard. <laughs> you, you've made a legacy. Um you know honestly you have you've made a legacy of you know of excellence of persistence and it's funny because you know when I was in, in high school I was in band all through high school and my band director my junior and senior year was just phenomenal and his whole deal was strive for excellence whether you ever achieve it or not keep striving for it and, and that's when I first realized that It's not about where you get. It's a path to get there. It's about the journey you take. You know, it's it's not about the destination. It's the route you take to get there, and and you've got to appreciate that and love it. You know, all the all the shit I went through. You know, you you saw me at some of my worst times. You know, standing on top of a ladder crying like a little bitch because you know you fucked up, but. Partially, you didn't have anything to do with the fucking up, you know? And it's like, okay, that's part of the journey that got, got us where we are.
1: Yeah. The journey is the best part. Like I, um, I showed you that before and after picture of me Mm -hmm. and like the best part of that is not the after. It was the things that I learned about myself on the way. Mm hmm. Right, Um, uh, when I wanted to quit, like there's so many parallels, man, to to everything in life. It's just crazy. And And, and and what we learn is the the hard things that you can overcome on the journey are the most the most beneficial part. And I think that some people want to go from from the before to the after and skip that and skip that part. And Mm -hmm. that's the part that's important. Important, you know. Well, and like,
0: and and along that journey, and and that path, you you find your limitations. Yeah, you're like, okay, I can't do a four by four by forty eight and run it all. Okay, so that's my next. That's my next thing. I'm going to get to where I can run that four by four by forty eight. So, if you had skipped that, you wouldn't know the the strife that it took trying to do it, right. and and then when you're able to do it, you wouldn't have known the work it took to get there and now you're going to work back to that Mm -hmm. you know these Spartan races that I think it's totally hilarious that you did the 10 first and then you're going back to the 5 and then you got to jump to the fucking marathon it's freaking hilarious to me
1: well it it was not very hilarious to me. But I only had <laughs> two weeks to, to prepare for it. <laughs> for a 10K, but you finished it. Ah, fuck yeah, dude. I told you I was, look, I, my my goal was to finish it and then not get last place. And you didn't do either. I hobbled across that finish line and I, and I finished it and I did not get last place.
0: You know, I saw that picture of you standing right before the fire, right before you jumped over the fire. And I think that was the point you said it was like 30 yards to the end. Yeah. And I was sitting there, I was like, Right after he jumped over at fire is when the realization, I'm going to finish this motherfucker. Yeah. That's when it hit. <laughs> yeah. And my at ankle's first, fucking killing that... me. My back's fucking killing me. I can't walk. <laughs>
1: I thought the fire was fake at first. Oops. I was running up on it. And then when I got closer, I could feel the heat. And I I was scared to jump because my knee hurt. Yeah. And I didn't want to try to jump off with my right knee to land on my left leg. Cause I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to push myself enough strength to get over the fire. So I jumped with my left knee in hopes that I didn't land wrong on my right knee and fall. (laughs) So I (laughs) I got over Yeah, You didn't bunny hop over it? I look like an idiot, man. I'm sure. I'm sure I look like a fucking idiot.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. I I, care, that's man. part of the journey, too, is looking like an idiot.
1: I didn't care in the moment, man. Like, I didn't have my hat on, you know, and, my, and I, we were going to cut my hair. So my hair was, like, really long, but, like, on the top, you know, I'm fucking bald, man. So yeah. I have, like, dude, it was. You
0: look like a goddamn monk.
1: <laughs> I looked like a fucking, it was hilarious because the dude's like, you don't want your hat. And I was like, no, bro, you don't understand. <clears throat> I wear this hat everywhere. Yeah, the only time I'm not wearing a hat is when I'm in the shower, my man, or in a meeting. Yeah, you know, Like this is the only time. And he's like, you don't want to wear that. You want to put this on your phone. I was like, oh man, you don't understand. I, I didn't cut my hair and I look like fucking Bozo the clown. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. I was like, fuck it, dude. I'm carrying my empty camel back with my bald fucking head and my big bushy hair. And, <laughs> and, uh, fuck. Yeah, dude. It was just, and so of course it was a 10 K, right? Yeah. Like, of course. Cause yeah. why not? Cause yeah yeah this is why we I like that I like that it gets fucked. I like that you know I like the hard stuff cause like I just I don't know So f- bring it on bitch that's how I feel like whatever
0: so with the uh, camelback you're doing the thing with the the rucksack now the ruckpack mm-hmm. how does the camelback work into that you don't carry it so what are you doing to hydrate on that
1: yeah I carry a, I carry an algae in my hand it's a 32-ounce water bottle. Yeah. You going to put just, one in the pack, so, too? Um, well, how I did have it when we went Sunday was I had three of them. To make my 65 pounds, I had uh, four of them on me total. And every so often, I would have Brianna unzip the bag and get it out. Because I was like, I was recording a lot of it with yeah. my phone and shit in the first lap. But then the second lap, I think I always had it in my hand. And I would just set it down, do my push-ups, and then pick it up and go, right? And, um... So yeah, that's probably what I'll do, and then I'm gonna probably not gonna fill up my bag with water this time. I'm probably just gonna just go with just the weights, mm-hmm. and then I'll carry the water bottle. And then I'm my goal is to do we're we're doing 12 miles. Like regardless, there's no that's not an issue. The issue is can I do five push-ups at every bench. So it's like uh, two hundred and forty push ups that I'll end up having to do with all that weight on my back. That's the only thing I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to pull that off, but I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it
0: hell. If it was doing it without the push ups, now that you quit smoking, when are you gonna be doing this? Tomorrow. If it was doing it without the push ups, I think you could probably run most of that. Uh without the push ups? Mm-hmm. With the sixty five pounds? I think you could do all twelve miles mostly running it. Oh uh, no.
1: You my knee so? can't handle it. Oh, yeah, that's right, because it's rocky. It's up it's and down. up and down, yeah. My knee can't. There's no way. There's no way my knee can handle. I can handle the walking. If I keep it at a decent pace, and mm-hmm. especially with that much weight on my back, it's so hard to run. Oh, with that much weight on your back uh, are you, on that
0: terrain are you trying to rehab your knee at all or are you just going to keep pushing through it until it blows completely out
1: I, so listen this guy, <laughs> this guy that works for me has this he says it's this fucking he's a weird hippie dude but he's got this um, where you take a brown paper bag and you cut it into strips you soak it in vinegar and you wrap it in vinegar so I'm going to do this tonight it, it feels okay right now But if I had to go out hiking right now Like it'd be fucked up within the first couple of miles Yeah. So I'm gonna wrap this bitch in vinegar tonight I'm gonna ice it I'm gonna roll out on my foam roller pad And shit like that And try to prepare for it for tomorrow Because what, what it is Is uh, it's a combination of a couple of things I don't think there's anything actually wrong with my knee I think it's from my back I think it's between my posture And I think there's uh, I've got something that I can feel it in the right side of my back m- Muscular Uh, above above my right hip is really bad inflamed and in the center right side of my back i've well i fucking hit something and then i think i might have a disc fucked up or something right there right now and
0: then you got side that's a sciatic nerve problem
1: no not the that's the sciatic i feel lower this Mm. is higher Mm. and it's uh the muscle band that runs mm-hmm. connects my back right here mm-hmm. I think there's something wrong with that and I think that's where I'm feeling it in my knee cuz most times I can just correct my posture and it, and it gets better I don't think there's anything wrong with my knee I think it's all the shit connecting everything mm-hmm. together that's out of whack mm. and so I'm going to do this bullshit with the vinegar I'm going to roll on my thing I'm going to massage the fuck out of my body we have this badass massager I bought Missy for Christmas mm-hmm and uh dude that thing gets used like a fucking vibrator in a whorehouse man like, <laughs> it gets passed around you know and uh I don't know if that was probably the best thing to say but it was uh
0: let me call the episode like a vibrator in a whorehouse
1: on- <laughs> <laughs> and uh so it, uh, but dude, I had no idea, man. Like you hear people talk about like athletes who get massages and shit like that, and you're like, oh, like these pampered fucks. But no, there's a reason for that because you gotta like fucking. Once I started massaging like my my legs, and mm-hmm. my shoulders, and my back, and my fucking arms and everything, bro, I, I hit every inch of my body. Well, there's a couple inches I don't hit. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the inches I hit, and uh, with that massager, and just a game changer, man. Yeah, uh, it's a game changer. stretching. I stretch a lot and That's I go. so a I'm going prepare all of that, try to get everything good and
0: then, and then be ready for the ice bath when you get done.
1: And then tomorrow it's going <laughs> to be, yeah, we haven't done a shit. We haven't done a 12 mile ruck in a while and I've never done 12 miles with 65 pounds. So mm. yeah, it's going to be a big challenge, but I'm, you know, I like it. I like big challenges. So You'll do it. Let's do it. It's uh, 12 miles, 240 push ups, And uh, I think
0: that will be the thing that gives you the most trouble.
1: The push-ups. Yeah. Dude, the second the second the
0: second round. Let's fix that. You'll get up to about a hundred and forty, hundred and sixty, and then it'll be like I
1: sent you that video, right? Mm-hmm. Of me doing the last five. Yeah. It was excruciating, bro. Yeah. Freaking excruciating. Oh
0: shit. I'm glad I wasn't part of that. I'd have just been calling you a pussy. Uh just to fuck with you and so you'd
1: push harder. Probably not, because if, if you were out there, I would probably be making you get in get down there and do push ups as well.
0: We'd still been on the third bench.
1: (laughs) (laughs) At that point, I think I would have done so many in front of you. I think you would have a hard time calling me a pussy at that that point. (laughs) Ty's going, though, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that because he doesn't go out there very often.
0: Really? Yeah, he doesn't. That's
1: unusual. It's not his cup of tea. Huh. He,
0: he just wants to lift weights.
1: Wants to lift weights. Well, so I just think that he hasn't been out there enough to yeah. really fully appreciate. Like, I think he looks at it like we're going to be out there for hours, and he's looking at time in a different way than I am. He's yeah. he's a young, impatient, uh, instant gratification kind of a guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so he gets his pump in. He gets his workout in at home. It's really intense. It's really, you know, he's over, done with it in like an hour and a half. But if he comes to dad on the trail, he's got to be out there for you know three to six hours mm-hmm. you know and that's just like that takes half his day just mm-hmm. to, you know he's just I don't know he doesn't he doesn't get the same appreciation out of it that uh, Brianna and I do yeah and Alexia Alexia really likes it too well
0: that's good yes sir
1: mm. so much fun <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> look man it's keeping me out of trouble it's cheaper than dope
0: I don't know about well, all maybe that. maybe not. <laughs>
1: I that fucking Ruck Pack was like 300
0: bucks. Well, it's just a matter of when you have to go to the doctor and get your knees rebuilt. I think the dope would have
1: been cheaper. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, they've got all that, those good, uh, like, Regenikine, stem cells, and all that stuff. I think by the time I fuck my knees up completely, I probably have some pretty good options to getting them fixed. That's what you keep saying, but... I don't know. So that's what I was doing. I was just waiting until technology got good enough to really give this thing a good effort. Yeah, me too. That's a good one for <laughs> me to use. <laughs> Rich having to shake off all the pussy. That's,
0: yeah, I got it. You know, I don't want to be dodging pussy trying to go to the store. As he says. <laughs> yeah. I love those guys. I told them I wanted to be on the.
1: I was going to hit them up and see if, uh, you know, they wanted to join me on the trail tomorrow. I, you know, I didn't realize tomorrow was Easter. Yeah. Some people, that's an important day that they, you know, get together and do a lot of things and, and especially uh,
0: people that were raised Catholic. If they never go to church, I go to church on Christmas and Easter.
1: Yeah. That's, uh, <clears> yeah. <throat> I don't mind being a black sheep, you know, it's weird being not religious and living in Texas. Cause it seems like everybody's freaking. No, they're not in Texas. They,
0: you're right. They're religious. A lot of people. They religiously go to church. And that's where it stops is when they leave. Uh, Sorry. I, I, I'm not going to get on that soapbox.
1: <laughs> I think that's funny. I think that for the people who do, right, like you go to church and then like outside of that, you don't, you don't be able practice what you're, what this thing is. You know, uh, the thing I, is you've, it's
0: the whole point of, of, of the religion of most of them is living by example and and being a steward to the people around you to your you know your fellow man and then these people are so worried that you know, they take care of themselves and then to hell with everybody else you know no i got this i got this i'm doing this i'm doing this no no you're supposed to be helping others that's it's it's part about how it's mostly how you live your life and you know i've been to several different Types of churches over my years. You know, I grew up in the South, you know, and if there was anybody that was a steward to the people around them or the people or the earth, it's you and Missy. Y'all are trying to take care of others that can't do anything for you, you know, but you're doing it because you want to
1: yeah we don't have to talk about that there's a lot of other people doing doing a lot of stuff too like that there are uh, that workout group that I joined I, mm-hmm. t- I tell you what about what they do they do mm-hmm. a lot of they do a lot of humanitarian shit as well man they do a lot of charity work yeah and stuff, which is probably one of the reasons I'm so attracted to that group <coughs> and that's the kind of stuff they that a big I appreciate faith, they have a big faith element yeah I, I would say 95% of the people that are in that group are, are Christian mm-hmm and they, they all, I mean, and I don't know them outside of here, but listen, when you're out there grinding with people in the morning, mm-hmm. working hard, pushing through these workouts and shit that we do, you learn a lot about, you learn a lot about the guy standing next to you. Mm-hmm. You see where his threshold is, you see what he does need to push himself and stuff like that. And you can really tell when people have integrity. Mm-hmm. It just feels like, I feel like a lot of those qualities come out in people and I feel like this group... I'm not. I'm not as uncommon as, as you think. I think. Well, when There's you a lot look of at people doing a lot bigger things than I,
0: there are people the doing of. big things. But the majority are not. From what I'm seeing, the majority are will sit back and complain about what's not getting done, but won't get up and do it
1: themselves. I mean, well, that's just people being lazy and just being scared, probably. And you know. Not knowing how to, how to, you know, you can have an idea if you don't know how to act on it. Yeah. And, you know, implement it or whatever. Maybe you're not smart enough to... Well, you uh, weren't either. Yeah, but I work hard and I'm a little crazy. A little. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not... I, uh, like I said, sometimes I like to take the long way around so I can look at this problem from all vantage points, right? Like, yeah. I, I like to do that. And I think that's kind of what I've got going for me where a lot of people maybe don't like to... Look at problems from all vantage points, mm-hmm. you know, perspectives. I think that it's important to do that. Um, put yourself in other people's shoes sometimes, and yeah, stuff like that. I think, I think it's important, man. And, uh, I think that's what makes me different. It's not that I work hard,
0: and it, you know, and it's you know? it's not saying you're better or worse than anybody else. <laughs> you're just different. Different, you know.
1: Yeah, like um like black licorice. Love that shit. Nothing's really like black licorice. No, I love that black shit. Black licorice. I love that shit. I fucking hate black licorice. I love it. And Jägermeister. Hate them both. Well, and well but I'm kind of like black licorice. <laughs> I grew up drinking,
0: you know, like when I was sick, it was NyQuil and the only NyQuil we had was green and it tastes just like black licorice. Mm-hmm. And now Jaeger, No, I I can leave that shit alone. It's fine. Yeah. I, I don't want syrupy alcohol you know I mean if I if to me NyQuil tastes better than Jaeger and it's got about the same alcohol content fuck it <laughs> just go buy three bottles of NyQuil yeah I'm not yeah. Yeah, I don't well, think that's well. healthy for you though so don't do that out there
1: we did uh, <laughs> when I moved from when I moved from Idaho to Louisiana I ended up coming back to Idaho or something. What did I come back for? Ended up drinking like fucking 13, 15, some ungodly number of fucking Jager bombs. We went through like a whole case of Red Bull and like three bottles of Jager between like five of us or something. Stupid. Sounds like one of those old Blake parties. We drank so much. I was puking in my mom's front bushes at like two o'clock in the morning. My plane was, we had to leave to get to the plane at five. And I was puking in the bushes at like two in the morning. I had like two hours of sleep. I was still drunk when I got to Louisiana. <laughs> 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 that's how fucked up that fucking night was. This is terrible. You so know, many Jaeger bombs. I've not had a drop of Jaeger since. I, this is Every now and then crazy. I like Jaeger bombs because
0: I mean, but with Red Bull. But it's like, okay, one, I'm good. I'm done. That's all, you know, because yeah. that's an interesting flavor combination. <sighs> yeah here anymore I've got six bottles of liquor at my house right now and
1: and you got one over here still oh yeah I was looking for that while ago no I put it back in here I don't want my fucking kids to come in here and go oh what's that shit get tied drunk (laughs) (laughs) No, no, yeah, I don't think that (laughs) kid it would be easy to tell I think yeah I just don't see how you can just drink that shit straight yeah, it's
0: nectar of the gods. Dear God! <laughs>
1: In
0: well, case y'all don't know, I'm, I've got Jake
1: Daniels here. He's drinking it like it's cool. Like <laughs> it. It's not even going. <gasps> that's the sound I make when I shit the <laughs> back with it. <gasps> 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 oh, 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 oh fuck!
0: I went to buy another bottle too, so when I go on the Who's On Call podcast, I'm gonna take a bottle over there with
1: me too. Shit! It's like,
0: oh, y'all get another beer here. I got you. Oh
1: dear <laughs> God! Oh, be careful. Yeah, they better not let you drink that whole thing. I I don't. I'm smarter than that. I don't know. You got pretty topsy here one time. Well, you drank that first well, you I, drank I, that first half of that bottle. It was in like one sitting.
0: Yeah, we had a two and a half hour podcast. I drank half a bottle of Jack Daniels.
1: Hey, so they you know they were talking about uh, Rich broke the podcast, right? We stopped recording. Well, we had done one more episode after Rich, but we never got to put that one up because it was like fucked up, right? Something happened with it. Oh, yeah, and it didn't record everything. You're right. It didn't. Something was fucked up with it. So when they asked me about that, they're like, yeah, we thought Rich broke the podcast. Like, no, we had one more. We had one more past that, but it never got, you never put it up. Yeah, it got fucked up. Audio was fucked up or something. Yep.
0: Yeah. And I couldn't get rid. It was a squealing thing going on and a bunch of, you know, like uh, static. Mm. And I couldn't get rid of it.
1: Now, when I went through the other day and listened to that... Uh, last one we did I looked at it the list and I was like ah I see that one never got posted yeah so they of course they thought that it (laughs) would have
0: oh man I love those guys I love what they do you know and I like doing this this is I like coming over and catching up with you yeah I mean I do miss talking to you you know you know, once every two weeks or three weeks, like we used to do on the phone. But, you know, we both get busy. I try to leave you alone during weekdays. Cause like motherfucker's got a company he's running. Don't so tell him what the fuck's going on. I'm just going to leave him alone.
1: Yeah. Trying to run a hundred miles a month and yeah, everything else. got a lot of shit going on trying to spend time with Missy and, everything else and through the mix of all that and Emma oh dude she got Emma some sunglasses
0: I saw the pictures that little girl dude that is Missy made all over again
1: so fucking cute and she's trying to put them on me but like they don't open and so she's trying to shove them on my (sighs) face and they're too small I'm like oh kid I'm gonna break these things oh Uh, that's funny she's so much fun man I love that kid it's crazy she's a trip
0: (sighs) you have a grandkid it's crazy
1: yeah, that's what Josh said um, when we were running yesterday. He's like, because uh, we were stretching in the driveway, and Emma was here yesterday afternoon, and and he, I guess it didn't click to him that I had a grandkid. Yeah, and we've been working out for a while and shit, and uh, he goes, that's fucking nuts. You have a grandkid? And <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, he's thirty two. And like we, but we work out together and I don't look that old, you know? And so he doesn't, he just, it's not clicking to him that he's barely having kids and I got a fucking grandkid. Yeah. It's just, it's weird to him. Yeah. You know, he's like, I can't believe you have a grandkid. I was like, I can't believe I have a grandkid either, man. <laughs> like, yeah. trust me, it's fucking, it is weird. It's, it's, uh, it's weirder than being a parent. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot actually. And I taught her, I taught her what the moon was the other day. And we were outside and, uh, you can see the moon in the daylight. Yeah. It was back over here to the North. And, I said, Emma, I was like, look, 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 look at the moon. And she just, she was looking up. She's like, ah, right, what the fuck ever? You know, she's yeah. no big deal. And she didn't get that what I was trying to show her. So I grabbed my phone. I hit Google the, 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 uh, the mic. Yeah. And I was like, um, show me the moon. And it pulls up the moon and she watches me do this, right? Yeah. And I pointed at the phone. I was like, look, I'm in the moon. And then I pointed up in the sky. Yeah. And she looked at the phone and she looked up and she's like, oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. And yeah. She, she understood what she was. And then a little bit later, she fucking, um, she was in the front yard and she's up there looking and pointing, pointing at the moon and shit. That's cool, man. Yesterday I showed her what an airplane was. <laughs> I love teaching this kid stuff, man. I've taught her a few things. I taught yeah. her how to stand on the scale. So she <laughs> can weigh herself. And uh, taught her what the moon was yeah I taught her I taught her a couple other things I, I've already forgotten that's yeah
0: how much stuff have we forgotten that we've been taught too though
1: yeah you know you ever hear that phrase when you were younger that by the old timers and they'd say <coughs> I've already forgotten more shit than you'll ever know yeah I never fucking understood that mm-hmm. you know until, you get older. until I got older and I think about all the shit that I've learned how to do and forgotten and all the stuff that I've probably forgotten that I've already forgotten yeah and uh yeah, it's funny how that works. Uh huh. Yeah, that's awesome. Shit, man. Well, guys, what are we have fucking three fifteen.
0: Been a fun time talking today. Yeah. Again, we, we there may be some additions going on to this podcast. So, you know, we're recording every other week. I may start recording some hometown hero type stuff. Not really heroes, but you people that take do that stuff.
1: Roadcaster with you?
0: I've got another one at home. A oh, different one.
1: Okay, cool. See, so you yeah. have a way to.
0: Yeah, I got it. I bought me a Zoom live track. Badass. To do, to do the other podcast I'm going to be doing soon, which is uh, Austin Rock Radio with a uh, Scotty MC. We'll be, um, we'll start out playing some of the uh, tunes off of the first four Austin Rock compilation CDs. Nice. It's basically going to be like a radio show. We're going to release. We'll start out probably about once a month. Badass. Um, just getting people to know uh, Austin. Music, you know, it's a six or seven songs a
1: month. Well, I know that's a giant passion of his. Yeah. As long as I've known him, he's been, he's yeah, been trying to push the push the the especially you know the local music and
0: yeah. Uh, and he's asked me to to join him with it since we had this
1: going on, and I'm like, sure, why not? You know. Well, I think you. I think yeah. Get you in there. Be good.
0: Yeah, we got the first episode he recorded for him himself, and then. I'll either do episode two or three probably two because we'll just go back and forth on it and yeah. every now and then we may go out to some live shows and
1: record live well, that'd be badass. at the shows. Oh yeah. So, and then um, I'll be able to report back on how my 12 hour ruck went next yeah. time we get together. Yeah which will probably be in two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. 17th.
0: Um, thinking about maybe trying to do that fence the 24th or May 1st. 24th and May 1st. Okay. So let me know. Blake Uh, said he'd help. Rob said he'd help. I'm like, I got to think about it. I'm like,
1: get a fucking dongle reunion to build your fence. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. Fuck. I was
0: sitting here thinking it's like four people, you got two putting up, you know, pickets, one guy running runners and somebody running the saw. Yeah. You know, we ought to be able to knock out the whole
1: goddamn fence in a day. Yeah, you probably ought to be able to, especially since it's all metal poles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, let me know. we We're going. We got a lot going on yeah. in May. Um, the Spartans, the 15th. The Murph Challenge is the 31st. And then we have a... We're going to Florida sometime in that month somewhere <laughs> as well. Beach cleanup or vacation? or Vacation. It was supposed to be... We were supposed to go to... Uh, Todd's graduation from college, yeah. But they fucking first of all, the weather was too bad that when we 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 would have flown into Boise, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have been able to drive to fucking Pocatello. Oh shit! Too much snow. Damn (laughs) it! The roads were going to be bad, and I was like, I don't feel comfortable driving a big old fucking van. Yeah, you know, over there. So, um, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna fly to Florida. Uh, So we canceled the trip, and then we, you know, uh, we Misty said, well. what do we want to do? And I said, well, um, what are our options? And I came up with a couple of options. One was go to Florida. And I said, well, if we go to Florida, where's the best place to get seashells? Where's the best place to collect seashells? Google that. Mm-hmm. So there's some fucking Island off the coast that we're going to go stay at this Island because it's apparently the best place to get <laughs> seashells. And apparently May is like the best time so we'll see I don't know we'll see if it works out um, we're either gonna come home with some badass seashells or we're gonna come home with a fucking either way we're coming home with a tan So I
0: have an interesting idea unless there's a hurricane that week I guess the next week that we do this podcast in two weeks do it from the house and do the fence that same day
1: do it from your house yeah and do the fence the same day you're gonna keep me out there all day All right, that'll work we have to start early yeah Cutting into my workout time,
0: it, Derek. Oh, you'll get plenty of workout over there, and it being on a Saturday.
1: I got a nail gun. I got a compressor. Oh, I just got to get the nails.
0: Does that yeah. thing take some kind of screw type screw nails? That'd be even better. The twisted nails. Can you find those for your nail gun? Um, I can show you what I used on my fence.
1: Okay. At their, um, what are they called? Ring shank. Ring shank. Yeah. Yeah. They're for fences. Yeah. I would think you know.
0: I've got to get all that stuff delivered.
1: Uh, like, I can show you what size nails I used. All right. And they're, I don't think they were that expensive. Yeah. Well, I've got to yeah, bring my nail gun, my compressor. I've, I've
0: got, got a couple of cordless drills so we can get the stuff out of the two by fours and back into it. I got a concrete mixer.
1: I got impacts. I have
0: like four impacts. I got everything. The thing is, I've got one one post that I'm going to have to, I've got T-posts in the backyard too. I've got one post for sure I'm going to have to level up Mm -hmm. and pull up so oh shit I think I can pull it and and, uh, ratchet strap it to that T-post to hold it level and pour more concrete on the other side of it and let it sit if you're just doing one you probably don't need me to bring the whole mixer up no I'll just pour the concrete dry concrete in there and pour water over it and be done with it yeah (laughs)
1: <laughs> mix it up, you know. Just yeah, you, know, you can't just throw water on top. Of oh yeah, you can. Mix That's up. how my dad did his fence. Yeah, that motherfucker ain't moved. <laughs> <laughs> um. You are gonna give me anxiety? <laughs> I'm start losing my shit. <laughs> I'm start doing this. I have a friend. And he has me come out to his house. We do some fucking electrical work. And he's like Wanting to do this Fucking Hokey shit And I And At the beginning of it I'm like Dude this is never gonna work Yeah And he. And he's like, no, we're just going to, we're just going to do this. We're going to run it like this. I says, bro, listen, I'm a fucking professional, man. Like I don't understand the concept of doing it like this. Cause I don't do it like this. Like yeah. I do it, I have to, when I install this shit, I have to put it in. There's certain rules. Yeah. You're not following fucking any of them right now. man. <laughs> and like, I know just, you know, I know you want to get this done, but shit, dude. Like I just don't, I don't do it like this, you know? And so then by the end of it, he's like, well, what's it going to cost? So I start adding it all up for him and shit. I'm like, well, you have to get this and you're going to have to get that. You got to get. And then and then I realized in that moment I was going to be the one to fucking be putting all that shit in that I just listed off that I was going to have to get. Uh, and after that, I was like, and after even after I do all of that, he's going to do something hokey anyway. Mm hmm. So I might as well just fucking run it the way he wants it run and help him out and just just try to keep it as safe for him as possible because he's going to fucking...
0: He's going to fuck it up anyway. He's going to
1: fucking do whatever he wants anyway. (laughs) He's out of of fucking breaker space in his fucking panel. Like beyond. So has he started using the split breakers? We've rearranged it twice and added a sub panel. Oh, Jesus Christ. And he wants to add another sub panel. And I'm like, dude, you don't have... What is it? Is it got just a 100 amp service or what? Uh, it's a 100 amp service, and he's got a sub panel fed off of that that feeds the inside of the house. And then he's got another sub panel off of that that he used for one half of it feeds his AC, or no, one third of it feeds his AC, one third of it feeds his hot tub when he runs his hot tub. And then the other third of it feeds. So I can't remember what the fuck else. Wow. So his uh, his idea is I'm not gonna ever be running all this stuff at one time, so it's safe. And it's like, no, no. Oh. I mean, technically, you're right. But what <coughs> if somebody goes and turns all this shit on at the same time? You're gonna fucking melt your fucking service, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be tripping everywhere, and if it doesn't trip, you know the lines you know, are gonna start
0: falling off the pole you have outside, a problem, dude. Problem,
1: man. So it's like. <laughs> It's frustrating. Yeah. Frustrating. I hate doing fucking shit half-assed, man. So what people do, oh, yeah, we just, border conquer, you know, oh, we we'll just throw a little bit of water on it. It's like I start getting, my eyes start to twitch. <laughs> 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 you motherfuckers. Don't even invite me over if we're doing that shit. I
0: don't even, even want to help.
1: All but right, Because my name's on it when we're done with it. At some point, they'll be like, oh, yeah, uh, so-and-so, so-and-so, uh, Robert, Blake, fucking me and, and Cameron. And and there's this fucking the fence looks like a wave or something, and my name's attached with that wave. I just no, I'd rather just not even call me. Yeah.
0: All right, guys, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, like I said, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Um, in the meantime, we might get started on that other pot, the other half of this podcast uh, with hometown heroes. So until then, y'all take care of each other and yourselves. Later.